If you've ever clocked up some Ks on one of Australia's great highways, you've probably passed something, well, larger than you'd expect. There are more than 150 big landmarks across the country, from Goulburn's Big Merino to the Big Trout in the Snowy Mountains. Kayama even has the Big Poo. But have you ever wondered what it's like to own one? I'm Amanda Keller and this is Big Brain Fuel, great Aussie stories from the road fuelled by Ampol, Australia's own. Some of these roadside attractions have pretty good stories behind them. The 25-tonne Big Rocking Horse started out as a five-metre wooden giraffe before being replaced by a series of ever larger and more impressive rocking horses. And Ballina Shire Council voted to allow the demolition of the Big Prawn, but it was saved by a hardware store you probably know. Then... There's the Big Potato. Hi, I'm Melanie Tate and I'm the heiress to the Big Potato in Robertson. It's really big. It's an actual Big Potato. It's How I describe it to anybody who hasn't been there before is it's about as big as the trailer of a road train. Robbo in the southern highlands of New South Wales is a proud farming town. In 1977, local potato farmer Jim Major had a brainwave. He would build a giant spud to showcase the guts and tenacity of the local community. So he did. A huge potato, 10 metres high and 4 metres wide. But how do you come to own such an iconic part of Australian history? So my parents are small business people in Robertson. They moved to the town in 1985 when they bought the pub and then a few years later they made a small supermarket out of the service station that hadn't been used for years and right next door to that service station was the big potato and about five or ten years ago it looked as though the big potato was going to be leveled and a car park would be put in to put a supermarket next door to it so there would be two competing supermarkets on both sides of the big potato And the town is just too small to sustain that. And my dad got really worried that it would just put everybody out of business. So he got a mortgage and he bought the big potato so that nobody could level it and put a literal parking lot in there. Melanie grew up around the spud, watching as it became an integral part of the town's culture and community. The big potato was kind of like a ground zero as we were growing up for all sorts of things. Like you'd meet at the big potato or you'd hang out behind the big potato or you'd try and get into the big potato. There were all sorts of things going on around it when I was growing up. Uh, But yeah, it's just ever present part of the town and my life growing up there. At one point, it even got a facelift featuring eyes, a pink nose, a moustache and a smiley mouth. But that was eventually painted over. I think somebody just last weekend put a lawnmower on the top of it. But the thing is, because it was across from the pub, people would go in there and they would wee in there or they'd spew in there. Or So it was a pretty disgusting place inside. And uh, Jim Major, the man who created it and owned it before my parents, he actually cemented the doors up so that there wouldn't be any more sort of gross behaviour going on inside it. Yes, we can all be grateful that the Big Potato, this great icon of Aussie life, was saved from the jaws of demolition and will be enjoyed by generations to come. From exploring a giant spud or whatever your journey 
Ampol is the fuel that gets you there. Make sure you follow our adventures for free in your favourite podcast app. I'm Amanda Keller and this is Brain Fuel.